This is a reading of the Fancy Bear article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, by me, Mike. Fancy Bear, also known as APT28, Pawn Storm, Sophocy Group, Sednit, and Strontinium, is a cyber espionage group. Cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike has said with a medium level of confidence that it is associated with the Russian military intelligence agency, GRU. Security firms, SecureWorks, ThreatConnect, and FireEyes Mandiant have also said the group is sponsored by the Russian government. The name Fancy Bear does not originate from the hacker group itself, but was derived from a coding system that security researcher Dmitry Alperovich uses for identifying hackers. Likely operating since the mid-2000s, Fancy Bear's methods are consistent with the capabilities of nation-state actors. The threat group is known to target government, military, and security organizations, especially Transcaucasian and NATO-aligned states. Fancy Bear is thought to be responsible for cyber attacks on the German parliament, the French television station, TV5 Monday, the White House, NATO, the Democratic National Committee, Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, and the campaign of French presidential candidate Emmanuel Macron. The group serves the political interests of the Russian government, which includes helping foreign candidates that are favored by it to win elections, such as when they leaked Hillary Clinton's emails to help gain traction for Donald Trump during the United States 2016 elections. Fancy Bear's behavior has been classified as an advanced, persistent threat. They employ zero-day vulnerabilities and use spear phishing and malware to compromise targets. My name is Mike, and this is a reading of Wikipedia. It's something I do in my free time. Another project I do in my free time is something we've come to call the Flex Deck. As someone who likes to go out camping, I was looking for games that were light, fun, and travel friendly. I started looking for a deck of cards that had all games in one. When I couldn't find anything, I started to make it myself with my friends. We're combining traditional cards that let you play poker, rummy, goldfish, and the like with dominoes and other classic games. The first batch to be printed will be available in the spring, and if you'd like to have your email on file to get one of the first, you can visit us at flexdeckcards.com. Discovery and Security Reports Trend Micro designated the actors behind the Sophocy malware as Operation Pawn Storm on October 22, 2014. The name was due to the group's use of, quote, two or more connected tools slash tactics to attack a specific target similar to the chess strategy, end quote, known as the pawn storm. Network security firm FireEye released a detailed report on Fancy Bear in October 2014. The report designated the group as, quote, unquote, Advanced Persistent Threat 28, or APT 28, and discovered how the hacking group used zero-day exploits of the Microsoft Windows operating system and Adobe Flash. The report found operational details indicating that the source is a 
government sponsor based in Moscow. Evidence collected by the FireEye suggested that Fancy Bear's malware was compiled primarily in a Russian language build environment and occurred mainly during work hours in Moscow's time zone. FireEye Director of Threat Intelligence Laura Galente referred to the group's activity as quote-unquote state espionage and said that targets also include media or influencers. The name Fancy Bear is derived from the coding system that Dmitry Alperovich uses for hacker groups. Bear indicates that the hackers are from Russia. Fancy refers to Sofasi, a name in the malware that reminded the analyst who found it of Iggy Azalea's song Fancy. Attacks Fancy Bear's targets have included Eastern European governments and militaries, the country of Georgia and the Caucasus, Ukraine, security-related organizations such as NATO, as well as U.S. defense contractors, Academy, formerly known as Blackwater, Science Applications International Corporation, or SAIC, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, and Raytheon. Fancy Bear has also attacked citizens of the Russian Federation that are political enemies of the Kremlin, including former oil tycoon Mikhail Khodorkovsky and Maria Alkahina of the band Pussy Riot. Secure Works, a cybersecurity firm headquartered in the United States, concluded that from March 2015 to May 2016, the Fancy Bear target list included not merely the United States Democratic National Committee, but tens of thousands of foes of Putin and the Kremlin in the United States, Ukraine, Russia, Georgia, and Syria. Only a handful of Republicans were targeted, however. An AP analysis of 4,700 email accounts that had been attacked by Fancy Bear concluded that no country other than Russia would be interested in hacking so many very different targets that seemed to have nothing else in common other than there being an interest to the Russian government. Fancy Bear also seems to try to influence political events in order for friends or allies of the Russian government to gain power. In 2011 to 2012, Fancy Bear's first stage malware was the Sophacy, or Sourface implant. During 2013, Fancy Bear added more tools and backdoors, including Chopstick, Core Shell, Jahugit, and Idverse Store Shell. Attacks on prominent journalists in Russia, United States, Ukraine, Moldova, the Baltics, and elsewhere. From mid-2014 until the fall of 2017, Fancy Bear targeted numerous journalists in the United States, Ukraine, Russia, Moldova, the Baltics, and other countries that had provided articles discrediting Putin and the Kremlin. According to the AP and SecureWorks, this group of journalists is the third largest group targeted by Fancy Bear after diplomatic personnel and U.S. Democrats. Fancy Bear's targeted list includes Adrian Chen, the Armenian journalist, Maria Titzian, Elliot Higgins, Ed Bellingcat, Ellen Barry, and at least 50 other New York Times reporters, at least 50 foreign correspondents based in Moscow who worked for independent news outlets, Josh Rogan, a Washington Post columnist, Shane Harris, a Daily Beast writer who in 2015 covered intelligence issues, Michael Weiss, a CNN security analyst, 
Jamie Kirkchuk with the Brookings Institution. 30 media targets in Ukraine, many at the Kiev Post. Reporters who covered the Russian-backed war in eastern Ukraine, as well as in Russia, where the majority of journalists targeted by the hackers worked for independent news, such as Ekaterina Vinokurova at ZNAK.com and mainstream Russian journalists Tina Kendalecki, Senia Sobchak, and the Russian television actor Pavel Lobkov, all of which worked for Dozid, D-O-Z-H-D. German attack, 2014. Fancy Bear is thought to have been responsible for a six-month-long cyber attack on the German parliament that began in December 2014. The group is also suspected to be behind a spear phishing attack in August 2016 on members of the Bundestag and multiple political parties such as Lincoln Fraction leader Sahara Wagenknecht, Jung Union, and the CDU of Saarland. Authorities fear that sensitive information could be gathered by hackers to later manipulate the public ahead of elections, such as Germany's next federal election, due in September 2017. French television hack, April 2015. On April 8, 2015, French television network TV5 Monday was the victim of a cyber attack by a hacker group calling itself Cyber Caliphate and claiming to have ties to the terrorist organization Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, or ISIL. French investigators later discounted the theory that militant Islamists were behind the cyber attack, instead suspecting the involvement of Fancy Bear. Hackers breached the network's internal systems, possibly aided by passwords openly broadcast by TV5 overriding the broadcast programming of the company's 12 channels for over three hours. Service was only partially restored in the early hours of the following morning, and normal broadcasting services were disrupted late into April 9th. Various computerized internal administrative and support systems, including email, were also still shut down or otherwise inaccessible due to the attack. The hackers also hijacked TV5 Monday's Facebook and Twitter pages to post the personal information of relatives of French soldiers participating in actions against ISIS, along with messages critical of President Francois Hollande, arguing that the January 2015 terrorist attacks were gifts for his unforgivable mistake of participating in conflicts that serve no purpose. The Director General of TV5 Monday, Yves Bigot, later said that the attack nearly destroyed the company. If it had taken longer to restore broadcasting, satellite distribution channels would have been likely to cancel their contracts. The attack was designed to be destructive, both of equipment and of the company itself, rather than propaganda or espionage, as had been the case for most other cyber attacks. The attack was carefully planned. The first known penetration of the network was on January 23, 2015. The attackers then carried out reconnaissance of TV5 Monday to understand the way in which it broadcasted signals and constructed bespoke malicious software to corrupt and destroy the internet-connected hardware that controlled the TV station's operations, such as the encoder systems. They used seven different points of entry, 
not all part of TB5 Monde, or even in France. One was a company based in the Netherlands that supplied the remote-controlled cameras used in TV5 studios. Between February 16th and March 25th, the attackers collected data on TV5 internal platforms, including its IT internal wiki, and verified that login credentials were still valid. During the attack, the hackers ran a series of commands extracted from TACACS logs to erase the firmware from switches and routers. Although the attack purported to be from the Islamic State, France's cyber agency told Bigot to say only that the messages claimed to be from the Islamic State. He was later told that evidence had been found that the attackers were from the APT-28 group of Russian hackers. No reason was found for the targeting of TV5 Monday and the source of the order of to attack and funding for it is not known. It has been speculated that it was probably an attempt to test forms of cyber weaponry. The cost was estimated at 5 million euros or 5.6 million dollars, 4.5 million pounds. In the first year, followed by recurring annual cost of over 3 million euros for new protection. The company's way of working had to change, with authentication of email, checking of flash drives before insertion, and so on, at significant detriment to efficiency for a news media company that must move information. Route 9B Report May 2015 Security firm Route 9B released a report on Fancy Bear in May 2015, announcing its discovery of a targeted spear phishing attack aimed at financial institutions. The report listed international banking institutions that were targeted, including the United Bank of Africa, Bank of America, TD Bank, and UAE Bank. According to the Route 9B, preparations for the attack started in June 2014, and the malware used, quote-unquote, bore specific signatures that have historically been unique to only one organization, Sophisy. Security journalist Brian Krebs questioned the accuracy of Route 9B's claims, postulating that the attacks had actually originated from Nigerian fishers. EFF spoof, White House and NATO attack, August 2015. In August 2015, Fancy Bear used a zero-day exploit of Java, spoofing the Electronic Frontier Foundation and launching attacks on the White House and NATO. The hackers used a spear phishing attack, directing emails to the false URL electronicfrontierfoundation.org. World Anti-Doping Agency, August 2016. In August 2016, the World Anti-Doping Agency reported the receipt of phishing emails sent to users of its database claiming to be official WADA communications requesting their login details. After reviewing the two domains provided by WADA, it was found that the website's registration and hosting information were consistent with the Russian hacking group Fancy Bear. According to WADA, or WADA, some of the data the hackers released had been forged. Due to evidence of widespread doping by Russian athletes, WADA recommended that Russian athletes be barred from participating in the 2016 
Rio Olympics and Para Olympics. Analysts said they believe the hack was in part an act of retaliation against whistleblowing Russian athlete Yulia Stepanova, whose personal information was released in the breach. In August 2016, WADA revealed that their systems had been breached, explaining that hackers from Fancy Bear had used an International Olympic Committee, or IOC, created account to gain access to the Anti-Doping Administration and Management System, or ADAMS, database. The hackers then used the website FancyBear.net to leak what they said were the Olympic drug testing files of several athletes who had received therapeutic use exemptions, including gymnast Simone Biles, tennis players Venus and Serena Williams, and basketball player Alana Deladane. The hackers honed in on athletes who had been granted exemptions by WADA for various reasons. Subsequent leaks included athletes from many other countries. Dutch Safety Board and Bellingcat Elliot Higgins and other journalists associated with Bellingcat, a group researching the shootdown of Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 over Ukraine, were targeted by numerous spear phishing emails. The messages were fake Gmail security notices with bit.ly and tinycc shortened URLs. According to ThreatConnect, some of the phishing emails had originated from servers that Fancy Bear had used in previous attacks elsewhere. Bellingcat is best known for having accused Russia of being culpable for the shootdown of MH17 and is frequently derided in the Russian media. The group targeted the Dutch Safety Board, the body conducting the official investigation into the release, before and after the release of the board's final report. They set up fake SFTP and VPN servers to mimic the board's own servers, likely for the purpose of spear phishing usernames and passwords. A spokeswoman for the DSB said the attacks were not successful. Democratic National Committee, 2016. Fancy Bear carried out spear phishing attacks on email addresses associated with the Democratic National Committee in the first quarter of 2016. On March 10th, phishing emails that were mainly directed at old email addresses of 2008 Democratic campaign staffers began to arrive. One of these accounts may have yielded up-to-date contact lists. The next day, phishing attacks expanded to the non-public email addresses of high-level Democratic Party officials. HillaryClinton.com addresses were attacked, but required two-factor authentication for access. The attack redirected towards Gmail accounts on March 19th. Podesta's Gmail account was breached the same day, with 50,000 emails stolen. The phishing attacks intensified in April. Although the hackers seemed to become suddenly inactive for the day on April 15th, which in Russia was a holiday in honor of the military's electronic warfare services, the malware used in the attack sent stolen data to the same servers that were used for the group's 2015 attack on the German parliament. On June 14th, CrowdStrike released a report publicizing the DNC hack and identifying Fancy Bear as the culprits. An online persona, Guccifer 2.0, then appeared, claiming sole credit for the breach. Another sophisticated hacking group 
attributed to the Russian Federation, nicknamed Cozy Bear, was also present in the DNC servers at the same time. However, the two groups each appeared to be unaware of the other, as each independently stole the same passwords and otherwise duplicated their efforts. Cozy Bear appears to be a different agency, one more interested in traditional, long-term espionage. A CrowdStrike forensic team determined that while Cozy Bear had been on the DNC's network for over a year, Fancy Bear had only been there a few weeks. Ukrainian Artillery According to CrowdStrike, from 2014 to 2016, the group used Android malware to target the Ukrainian Army's rocket forces and artillery. They distributed an infected version of an Android app whose original purpose was to control targeting data for the D-30 howitzer artillery. The app, used by Ukrainian officers, was loaded with the ex-agent spyware and posted online on military forums. CrowdStrike initially claimed that more than 80% of Ukrainian D-30 howitzers were destroyed in the war, the highest percentage loss of any artillery pieces in the army, a percentage that had never been previously reported and would mean the loss of nearly the entire arsenal of the biggest artillery piece of the Ukrainian armed forces. According to the Ukrainian army, CrowdStrike's numbers were incorrect and that losses in artillery weapons were way below those reported and that these losses have nothing to do with the stated cause. CrowdStrike has since revised this report after the International Institute for Strategic Studies, or IISS, disavowed its original report, claiming that the malware attacks resulted in losses of 15 to 20 percent rather than the original figure of 80 percent. Windows Zero Day, October 2016 on October 31, 2016, Google's Threat Analysis Group revealed a zero-day vulnerability in most Microsoft Windows versions that is the subject of active malware attacks. On November 1, 2016, Microsoft Executive Vice President of the Windows and Devices Group, Terry Meyerson, posted to Microsoft's Threat Research and Response blog, acknowledging the vulnerability and explaining that a low-volume spear phishing campaign targeting specific users had utilized two zero-day vulnerabilities in Adobe Flash and the down-level Windows kernel. Microsoft pointed to Fancy Bear as the threat actor, referring to the group by their in-house codename Strontinium. Dutch Ministries, February 2017 In February 2017, the General Intelligence and Security Service, or AIVD, of the Netherlands revealed that Fancy Bear and Cozy Bear had made several attempts to hack into Dutch ministries, including the Ministry of General Affairs, over the previous six months. Rob Bertholi, head of the AIVD, said on Envandag that the hackers were Russian and had tried to gain access to secret government documents. In a briefing to Parliament, Dutch Minister of the Interior Kingdom Relations, Ronald Plastrick, announced that votes for the Dutch general election in March 2017 would be counted by hand. IAAF hack, February 2017. The officials of International Association of Athletics Federations, or IAAF, stated in April 2017 
that its servers had been hacked by the Fancy Bear Group. The attack was detected by cybersecurity firm Context Information Security, which identified that an unauthorized remote access to IAAF's servers had taken place on February 21st. IAAF stated that the hackers had accessed the therapeutic use exemption applications needed to use medications prohibited by WADA. German and French elections, 2016 to 2017. Researchers from Trend Micro in 2017 released a report outlining attempts by Fancy Bear to target groups related to the election campaigns of Emmanuel Macron and Angela Merkel. According to the report, they targeted the Macron campaign with phishing and attempted to install malware on their site. French government cybersecurity agency ANSSI confirmed these attacks took place but could not confirm APT28's responsibility. The APT group did not target Marine Le Pen, further showing Russia's involvement in the French elections, since Putin has expressed his interest and hopes in Marine Le Pen's victory for both political and financial gains. The report says they then targeted the German Konrad M. Downer Foundation and Friedrich Ebert Foundation, groups that are associated with Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union and opposition Social Democratic Party, respectively. Fancy Bear set up fake email servers in late 2016 to send phishing emails with links to malware. International Olympic Committee, 2018 on January 10, 2018, the Fancy Bears hack team online persona leaked what appeared to be stolen International Olympic Committee or IOC and U.S. Olympic Committee emails, dated from late 2016 to early 2017, were leaked in apparent retaliation for the IOC's banning of Russian athletes from their 2018 Winter Olympics as a sanction for Russia's systematic doping program. The attack resembles the earlier World Anti-Doping Agency, or WADA, leaks. It is not known whether the emails are fully authentic because of Fancy Bear's history of salting stolen emails with disinformation. The mode of attack was also not known, but was probably phishing. Characteristics and Techniques Fancy Bear employs advanced methods consistent with the capabilities of nation-state actors. They use spear phishing emails, malware drop websites disguised as news sources, and zero-day vulnerabilities. One cybersecurity research group noted their use of no less than six different zero-day exploits in 2015, a considerable technical feat that would require large numbers of programmers seeking out previously unknown vulnerabilities in top-of-the-line commercial software. This is a sign that Fancy Bear is a state-run program and not a gang or a lone hacker. One of Fancy Bear's preferred targets is web-based email services. A typical compromise will consist of web-based email users receiving an email urgently requesting that they change their passwords to avoid being hacked. The email will contain a link to a spoof website that is designed to mimic a real webmail interface users will attempt to log in and their credentials will be stolen. 
the URL is often obscured as a shortened bit.ly link in order to get past spam filters. Fancy Bear sends these phishing emails primarily on Mondays and Fridays. They also send emails purportedly containing links to news items, but instead linking to malware drop sites that install toolkits into the target's computer. Fancy Bear also registers domains that resemble legitimate websites, then create a spoof of the site to steal credentials from their victims. Fancy Bear has been known to relay its command traffic through proxy networks of victims that it has previously compromised. Software that Fancy Bear has used includes Advise Store Shell, Chopstick, Jahugit, and X-Tunnel. Fancy Bear utilizes a number of implants, including Fuser, WinIDs, XAgent, X-Tunnel, Sophacy, and Downrange Droppers. Based on compiled times, FireEye concluded that Fancy Bear has consistently updated their malware since 2007. To avert detection, Fancy Bear returns to the environment to switch their implants, changes its command and control channels, and modifies its persistent methods. The threat group implements counter-analysis techniques to obfuscate their code. They add junk data to encoded strings making decoding difficult without the junk removal algorithm. Fancy Bear takes measures to prevent forensic analysis of its hacks, resetting the timestamps on files and periodically clearing the event logs. Fancy Bear has been known to tailor implants for target environments. For instance, reconfiguring them to use local email servers. In August 2015, Kaspersky Lab detected and blocked a version of the Advisor shell implant that had been used to target defense contractors. An hour and a half following the block, Fancy Bear actors had compiled and delivered a new backdoor for the implant. Related Personas Fancy Bear sometimes creates online personas to sow disinformation, deflect blame, and create plausible deniability for their activities. Goosefer 2.0, an online persona that first appeared and claimed responsibility for the DNC hacks the same day the story broke that Fancy Bear was responsible. Goosefer 2.0 claims to be a Romanian hacker, but when interviewed by Motherboard Magazine, they were asked questions in Romanian and appeared to be unable to speak the language. Some documents they have released appear to be forgeries cobbled together for material from previous hacks and publicly available information, then salted with disinformation. Fancy Bear's Hack Team An online group owns a website which leaks documents taken in Fancy Bear's WADA attack. It claims they are an international hack team who stand for fair play and clean sport. WADA said some of the documents leaked under this name were forgeries and that data has been changed. Anonymous Poland, a Twitter account named Anonymous Poland, at AN Poland, claimed responsibility for the attack on the World Anti-Doping Agency and released data stolen from the Court of Arbitration for Sport, a secondary target. Threat Connect supports the view that Anonymous Poland is a sock puppet of Fancy Bear, 
noting the change from a historical focus on internal politics. A screen capture video uploaded by Anonymous Poland shows an account with Polish language settings, but their browser history showed that they had made searches in google.ru, Russia, and google.com, US, but not google.pl, Poland. Well, that'll make this that for now. Again, this is just a reading of Wikipedia. The words are not my own, uh, except for the mispronunciations, which I apologize for. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you will consider rating this silly project of mine so that I can better understand how to make a good product for you and so that others can find it too. Another crazy idea I have is for something that we are calling Flex Deck, which is a single deck of cards that lets you put all of your games in one We're about to go into printing soon, so if you want to play dominoes or your traditional cards, as well as other classics, all in one deck, um, you could be one of the first to get your Flex Deck at FlexDeckCards.com. Thanks. The music you've heard on the background is an open source project by a group called Hatnote, made up of Stephen Laporte and Mohamed Hashemi. The project is called Listen to Wikipedia. The bells indicate additions and string plucks indicate subtractions from the website. Pitch changes according to the size of the edit. The larger the edit, the deeper the note. It's a really cool project that I encourage you to check out at listen.hatnote.com. I can't believe you made it this far.